What's up everyone? Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire Special Side Quest where we are reviewing the Xbox Series X. You will notice there are a lot of faces here that aren't Holden, although we all look so similar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We're all white guys with beards. And if I were wearing my glasses right now, I swear to God, the face app would not be able to tell the difference between any of us. <laughs> Someone's uh, going to see this thumbnail. It's like really weird how this family decided to review an Xbox. They're all in Why the are same house. Just from in all different their rooms. individual rooms. <laughs> I am uh, podcast dad, so it kind of works that out. That is true. You are this the podcast dad. This is your Brady dad. Bunch right now. This is, uh, you're, we're the four boys that you bring to the other half of the family when you marry a woman with four girls. And, and see, then we Steven all marry would, the four girls. And Stephen, no, you tweeted me the other day good. about. That's not how that <laughs> Steven, when you tweeted me the other day about do it, me doing a video game podcast, my wife literally said, "Tell your podcast dad to stop asking for grandchildren. We already have enough." <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. So, welcome everyone to the Kickass Irreverent Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Chad Michael Innes. We have some lifelong friends with us joining to bring some credibility to our discussion today. Uh, because if you listen to the podcast, you know that I am not a huge Xbox gamer. Uh, so, I brought on some friends who might help out with that. Starting with Joel. Welcome to the podcast. Say hi, Joel. Oh, hello. Joel, you are from Pixel Street Podcast. Is that correct? Yeah, that Will is. Will you spell that for that the is, children? P-I-X-E-L-S-T-R-E-E-T podcast. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's where he's not spelling. <laughs> Thank you so much. Trevor Bettis. Yes. Um, the very first time you were on our show, I pronounced it Batatis. Welcome, Batatis. Trevor Batatis, uh, host of um, Difficulty Class, um, my new obsession, The Other Side of Suspicion. Did I get that right? Yes, that's, that's correct. I'm two episodes into that and loving it. Uh, Trevor, you have so, you have something else. Other, other mister or something like that? What is From it? the same mister. From the same mister, yes. yes, yes, yes. And then also Champions of Lore, which is streamed every Monday morning on twitch.tv slash Games at 11 a.m. Wonderful. Odds are if you throw a dart at any of our episodes, one of them you'll hit Trevor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Asa, welcome to the show. First of all, I just want to call out all the Ninja Turtles in the background that you have there. They are my love. They're wonderful. Uh, Podzilla, 1984. Did, wait, did I get the year on? It's 1984. 1985. Right? 1985. Fucking A. Five. Uh, you have five, a whole host man. of shows. I'm going to ask you to plug your top five favorite shows from Podzilla. <laughs> Uh, I will be selfish and just say that the two, the two that I primarily do are uh, Wednesday nights. We do uh, Pro Wrestling Unscripted, uh, which is, we talk about the news of the week of Pro Wrestling. And then we actually just got done recording every other Monday. We do Nerd Up, where we talk about uh, news within movies and comic books and video games and all sorts of fun stuff there. So Awesome. And is then we, do, we also have like the Friday show, which is just general BSery. Uh, from some of the other cast, uh, I want to believe they talk about you know supernatural stuff, things like that. It's a it's a whole network of shows all condensed into one Podzilla 1985 RSS feed. I'm playing Matchmaker right now. We need to have a crossover bet between I want to believe and the other side of suspicion. Just saying, <laughs> probably yeah. <clears throat> and then over here, the final guest, not the least guest, we have Steven Dutzman. I'll let you all decide who the least guest is. <laughs> Steven, hit me from Engaged Family Gaming um, Empire podcast. Dad, um, Steven, I would love for you to introduce yourself and your most recent or most proud product that you create. 
Um, sure, I can do that. Bear with me while I fix my camera because it's all over the place. Um, so uh, I run Engage Family Gaming where we review video games and board games for families to play together. My biggest podcast is the Engage Family Gaming podcast, which we're almost at episode 250. It's getting Ooh. crazy. Um, I've been doing that for a very freaking long time. But my newest baby is EFG LFG PST, which is a World of Warcraft podcast, which has the absolute <laughs> worst podcast SEO of all time. Yes. <laughs> Will you say it again but so people can find it's it? It's EFG LFG PST. And we are can, can almost... You spell we just <laughs> you know what i almost just did um we've been giving out um we've been my family has been playing among us together all day and so i'm so used to spelling out codes i pretty much just did it um so no that's we just recorded episode 16 we're getting ready for the expansion for world of warcraft so it's all you know goofy stuff and uh yeah i do all sorts of other shenanigans and it will grow because if I I feel like if I'm gonna yell at Trevor every time he has a podcast idea to make a podcast, then I feel like I need to also like live up to those expectations. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I do all sorts of stuff. I'm so excited to be here. This is like my favorite guest spot. I am also here quite frequently, mainly to make fun of you about Legend of Zelda. If you've ever been inspired by our podcast, likely those words came from Steven's mouth. If you've ever been disgusted at someone's opinions on Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, likely those words came from my mouth, but they were at Steven's expense. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so thank you all Facts. of you for joining us. We've got uh, one more step before we talk about the console itself. I know, we're teasing it out. It's coming, I promise. One more step is I want us to talk about our history with Xbox so that we know why your opinion matters when it comes to this console, aside from literally just having it. Because uh, I fall into that camp. I literally just have it. Um, so what's your history with Xbox in like 30 seconds or less? And then if you could guess how many hours you game on an Xbox console of any kind in a given month, that would be helpful as well. I'll start and say my history starts with the Xbox original. Got that Halo. Played it a ton. Skipped the 360 generation. Came back with the Xbox One S. And now I have a Series X. I play Game Pass like one month a year, and I, if there is a way to play Xbox less than zero hours a month, I think that's where I fall. Uh, let's go the same order. Joel, tell me about your Xbox stuff. Um, I've been gaming on Xbox since the original Xbox as well. Uh, I paid way too much money for an Xbox 360 on launch day on eBay. Mm. Uh, well, my parents did, at least for a Christmas present. Um I, I'm predominantly an Xbox gamer, so like I'd say my PS4, PS5 now, it's predominantly just for uh, exclusives, so a month? I don't know. Elise, how many hours a month do I play my Xbox? <laughs> she said 600. No, uh, uh, Elise is my fiance. <laughs> she said 600, but yeah, I play it a lot. I, I don't know how to quantify that but that's predominantly where i play games perfect that's exactly why you're here trevor uh started with the original xbox got the halo edition one had that really cool like see-through green one uh played it so much that i actually uh my first girlfriend i met through halo 2 online uh <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah um, and, uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, 360 was massively in on, played that religiously. 
Um, and I, but towards the end of its life cycle, I actually moved over to PlayStation 3 and was finding more games that I enjoyed on there. When this uh, last generation started, I started with the PS4, was playing that my, primarily, didn't get an Xbox One until a year into its life cycle, was very happy with it, kept playing it, but I mainly stayed on PS4, and now with the PS5, that's pretty much the majority of what I've been playing since launch day. And uh, as far as time spent, uh, uh, I don't know, probably like... I would say 15 hours a month, uh, maybe. Sometimes I know there's months where I'm just I didn't even fucking touch it because I was just playing uh, <laughs> um, uh, Destiny on PlayStation. So, yeah. Asa, you're up. Uh, I mean, like everyone else so far, started with the original Xbox, um, switched over to 360. I ended up I bought a PS3 strictly as a Blu-ray player. Because at the time, it was the cheapest Blu-ray player you could get. Um, <laughs> ended up getting locked out of my Xbox Live account somehow. So I got mad and switched to playing primarily on PS3. So I started playing games there because I had a collection of PS Plus games. Um, at a certain point, I switched to PS4. I picked up a Xbox One S uh, when those went on like a Black Friday sale. I got a really good bundle from Walmart and started a whole new account and just immediately was like, oh, I, I like this so much more. So my Xbox has primarily been for multi-platform games. Like, that's where I would rather play. I like the controller better. It just feels better. Uh, I like the offsets. Dual Six, uh, joysticks. Dual Sense. Words are hard. <laughs> uh, and then, like, my PS4 and my PS5 now are primarily for the Sony exclusives. But, like, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Call of Duty, all of that, I've been playing on my Series X now. Perfect. Steven, wrap us up. Uh, I started with the Xbox. Funny, uh, funny story, the original Xbox, uh, I registered for it for my wedding. That's how old I am. Um, so- <laughs> I love it. The, the fun fact about registering for video game consoles uh, for your wedding, this is relevant, Joel, I'm guessing, is that uh, the kind of people that will buy you a video game console for your wedding are also the kind of people that won't buy it at the store and get it taken off the registry. So we got three. <laughs> um, so obviously we returned them, but my wife was already kind of irritated enough <laughs> that I got uh, that I that I scanned it at Target. Um, and so it was, so anyway, um, I skipped the 360, uh, I played on PS3 and, uh, I had an Xbox one and now I have the series X. Um, how much time do I play? Uh, truthfully, not a lot. My, uh, it, the, the Xbox is primarily used here. It, if anything, it's a Minecraft machine for my kids. They, they just monopolize that thing uh, for that and all three of my kids use it including now my daughter who started playing so um, I am qualified to talk about this because I own one and um, because I don't know you you know that I can talk about anything that's why really you bring me here just because I can fill in the gaps but I'm excited to talk about it sweet let's get into it today we're going to discuss <clears throat> Xbox Series X Every facet of it, we are going to rate it on a five-star scale with ten points. <laughs> so we are doing half stars um, in four areas. We're going to talk about the hardware itself, the design of it, the feel, the look, all of that kind of stuff, the controller. 
We're going to talk about the user interface and user experience. We're going to talk about the games, the launch lineup, and then the marketing leading up to launch for Xbox Series X. Today, specifically, I think you all have X's, right? No one has an S? I have an X. I have an X. I have an X. All right, yeah. So, so today we are specifically reviewing the X. No mention of the S. If anyone says the letter S, you are rejected from the Skype call. Um, so make sure to take all the S's out of every word you say. Starting out, let's talk about the hardware itself. Asa, tell me about your first reactions when you took it out of the box, or just the unboxing experience. The unboxing experience, because I like I didn't watch a lot of, uh, or I didn't watch any of the unboxing videos people posted. So like I was really surprised to have it like how it was propped up and you know uh, it had like that message in there. It was a really cool unboxing experience. But my first thought was that it was actually smaller than I was expecting it to be. But I did realize that I should have actually like looked at measurements online. Because my the what I'm using for my entertainment center, I thought I could do my Xbox in one hole, my PS5 in another one, That's but the dream. It, it didn't work. It, it just it did not work. I had to. I'm moving on. You just said that. I just want to I make know. it clear. You said that. That was a choice. It's. I mean, and I stand by it because it's right. accurate. You all are perverts and delusional. I am not. I will my clear. I'm just telling you, you made that choice. Chad's the one that started laughing like he was about to die. I mostly did it for him. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that's fair. Um, that's fair. But so I had to actually take out one of the shelves to make room for it to be able to stand up horizontally. Or I'm sorry, stand up vertically. So, but even though it was smaller than I thought it was going to be, it's still a pretty sizable, especially when you compare it to the... Like what I use right now, because I move my console so often between streaming and changing the uh, Ethernet cable and HDMI ports, all of that. I have my PS4 Pro and my One X sitting on top of my entertainment center, and they're so shallow, they don't block any of my TV. I cannot do that this generation at all, like even remotely. So I think it's a, I think it's a good looking box, and I think it looks... It, it sits well in an entertainment center. You know, it's not super eye-grabbing. Gra eye um, it's not, you know, I I think the PS5 is just a monstrosity. I love it dearly, <laughs> but it is comically large and just doesn't look great, whereas the, the Series X is very unassuming, which I don't I'm, think is a negative. I'm fascinated at the fact that you it was smaller to you than you expected it to be. Mm -hmm. I, f I feel like that's the first time I've ever heard that about either one of these consoles. The, this was smaller than I was expecting, just because everyone makes such a big deal about, oh, it's a fridge, oh, it's, you know, they, they make such a big deal of how blocky and chunky it is, that I was assuming it was going to actually be dimensionally larger, but it actually was, so I was a little, I was like, oh, so this isn't as bad as what a lot of the internet made it sound like it was going to be. Now, I did have the exact opposite reaction when I opened up my PS5, because I was like, <laughs> this thing is a monster. <laughs> I love my monster child, but dear lord, I have to, we need to, the neighbors can't see you ever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep him in the cellar. Trevor, did this fit in well with your, uh, your entertainment center? You oh God, no! Not not even close. No, like oh my, <laughs> yeah. No, we when we originally thinking about putting it in the living room, we were like, no, there's literally no space for it. We can't put it sideways. We can't put it vertically. We can't put it next to the TV. So now it's in the bedroom, which has worked because my wife has been playing Valhalla in there, and I've been playing Destiny on the PS5 on the living room. Um, I didn't actually get to unbox it because 
Destiny. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was in the middle of the expansion with, with, a, uh, with a couple of friends, and it came to the door, and I literally just took it into the bedroom and went, here, have fun, and I <laughs> left for Destiny. <laughs> um, I had the complete opposite reaction uh, of Asa. When I walked into the bedroom after she'd got it all set up and everything, I literally went oh my freaking god that thing is huge <laughs> like like even though we'd measured it out and i looked at it it still didn't line up for me how big that thing was gonna be um but i like how it looks like now that we have it standing vertically on uh next to our tv in the bedroom it looks really good where it is and i do i do love the green on the inside of the vents mm-hmm. it's uh, it's stupid, i didn't realize that I, wasn't I, a light i didn't realize it was yeah. paint yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a really cool effect, and they and they they pulled it off really well. Um, but yeah, the the seeing it for the first time, uh, and then when I had to move it yesterday because we rearranged a few things, I picked up a oh, oh god, it's like a, <laughs> two bowling balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it's it's bigger and clunkier than I thought it was going to be, but I still like how it looks. Um. The, the kind of the opposite for the PS5 where I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get my system. And that's so I'm like, oof, that doesn't look good sideways. Oh, that's not great. <laughs> mm. Just um, an informal poll. Who ha- Raise your hand. Uh, that doesn't work well for audio. Say I. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Okay, just talk. If, if you have it sideways, say something. I have it sideways. You have it sideways, Steven? Uh-huh. And so the yep. rest of us, we all have it vertically? Yep. For, for me, it depends. Um, when I when I when I have it plugged in here at my desk where I stream, it's vertical, and when I have it plugged into my LG OLED, it's sideways, and that's mainly because one of my biggest problems with these new consoles is the HDMI cable included is way too short for mm. where I, where I need it. So I had it mapped out to where my two new consoles would go, my PS5 and my Xbox Series X, and they all have to be fairly low in my entertainment system. And the cables just will not reach down that far. So, yeah. So, when I have it over there, I have it sideways. Because if I have it vertical, it's going to cover part of my screen. Gotcha. So, Steven, it's a huge was downside it, for me. For you, was it an aesthetic choice or was it a functionality choice to make it sideways? Pure function. My wife doesn't want those things visible in our <laughs> living room. Uh, so, if she, she would get one of those things that, like, hides the TV... If she could. Um, so, you know, the idea, the, the thought of having either of the consoles, you know, out and in the open was a non-starter. So for us, on the side, back into the entertainment center, um, and they fit perfectly. Um, there's no way they would have fit standing up. So it works out. There's one thing I wish it did, and this is the stupidest, no one would have put effort into thinking this out, but I would have loved if if you put it sideways, you could put your finger on the, the power button and just swivel it so the X was in the right way. No one would yeah. care about that but me. <laughs> Everyone would be like, oh, that's weird that it does that. I'd be like, perfect. This is fantastic. I love everything about it. <laughs> Uh, jumping back to the the hardware for the console, I think I'm with, I'm with most of you that like I really I really like the way that it looks. I think it's really clean and it blends in pretty well despite its size. I was surprised that it was so big and heavy. I was not expecting it to be as heavy as it was, but all of the memes and everything about PlayStation Five being enormous led me to believe that the Xbox Series X was just going to be a regular size console mm-hmm. again. 
And that, and so whenever I did open it up and it took it out of the box, I was like, wow, this thing actually is quite a bit bigger than I was expecting it to be. And in fact, I have, I won't be able to show you right now, but I have a, like a small table beside my dresser where I have my PS5 on top. And then on the bottom, I was like, all right, here I'll put the Xbox Series X, I'll put my Switch dock, I'll put this uh, little router thing, and nope, the only thing that fits on it is the Series X. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I've got to rethink that. But uh, overall, yeah, I like the design. I like the green on the inside, even though it's not an LED. I'm actually kind of okay with it not being an LED because I don't yep. need lights in my dark room while I'm gaming unless I control the lights. <laughs> Um, Joel, I know for a fact that you like the controller and how noisy it is, and I know that okay. uh, I don't. So <laughs> tell me about yeah. the okay, controller. So, <laughs> so, so the controller for sure. I'm not gonna say it's not loud at all. I agree with you there. It's very loud. I but I like the clicky feeling of it. I don't know what it is. Like I love my mechanical keyboard, so I, I like the clicky feeling of it. And for me, I'd say 95% of my gaming is done with headphones on, so I'm not even gonna hear it anyway. So that's just my thoughts on it. But I love the feel of it. It's essentially the Xbox One controller 2.0, essentially, with very minor changes. But the grip on it, it feels real nice. The grip on the back and on the triggers. I like that a lot. Anyone else thoughts on the controller? Um, th okay, so I'm going to be honest. I got, I got the green light. I got the Master Chief helmet. I'm very Xbox-looking. I'm probably going to be mainly negative on this, and it's starting with the <laughs> controller. I'm so disappointed that it's literally, like Joel said, it's, it's the Xbox One controller with a few updates. And that's really disappointing to me, especially after I got my hands on the DualSense, and I'm like, I literally said, this is how... I thought a controller in 2020 would feel like with the haptic feedback, with the speaker, with being able to do voice chat from the controller, the touchpad, the motion controls, everything on that controller just works and adds more to the game. And then when I go grab an Xbox controller, it th there's nothing that felt special about it. Like you, you get a new console, you take everything out and it's like, Oh, <laughs> here's the same thing I've been holding for the last seven years. It's a little bit heavier. It's got a little bit of a uh, grip texture on it now, and it's got that one extra button. But other than that, it's the same controller, and that was very disappointing for me. And I See, granted, I, actually, I knew that. <laughs> I actually really like that because I, it, the Series X controller, the Series controller, feels like it's a nice middle ground between the the One controller and the Elite because it do, it does have that weight. It's got the D pad uh, that's better, but like. I played, I, I got the Platinum in Astro's Playroom, mm -hmm. and the entire, a lot of that time, especially with, like, some of the levels where you, it actually really engages, like, the, the motion controls and things like that, it reminded me of the first time I played Wii Sports, where it was like, okay, it's cool that this can do, it can do this, but this isn't how I really want to be playing games. I like being able to just grab a controller, sit down, turn my brain off, and not worry about where I'm holding my hands are these level. Oh, nope. You actually have to swing left and right. So the thing goes up. Like I don't, that's not something that sorry. It's cool I like to be more engaged in my games. God, <laughs> I know well, you just work at a higher brain function. It's fine. But like us plebs, damn, he won that uh, argument by complimenting me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliance. Uh, it's the 40 chest that all the internet talks about. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, like ultimately yeah it's not revolutionary at all but I also I've always thought that the that, Xbox has the best controller just because I like the offset sticks I the, oh yeah that was the hardest thing switching from 360 to PS3 was which 
part of it doesn't help that it was jumping into the worst PlayStation controller. But like, it was like, oh man, I don't like playing on this. Mm-hmm. And eventually I adapted to it and, the, and the, the PS4 controller was way better. And other than all the gimmicky stuff with the DualSense, the DualSense, is a, it feels really good as just a controller. Like, there's no denying that. And even, like, some of the specific rumble stuff in the in the triggers, like, I don't mind that at all. It's just all of the extra motion control that it's just like, mm, we can we can tone this back quite a bit, and I we, I feel like we won't be missing anything. I do want to add... But with, all around, with, I think it's a good controller. I do want to add with, with what Joel was saying about, like, the clickiness. Like, the thing that I was worried about the most when I saw images of this controller was the D-pad, because I loved the D-pad on the Xbox One, and I didn't really like it on the uh, 360, and it kind of looked like the 360 one. But, man, that clickiness... And you're right, mechanical keyboard, that's 100% the same thing. It Like, it's yeah. got that same... Like uh, just boost of what whatever it is, I can't think of words right now. Um, I it's the same I do thing really... when you're watching someone's Twitch stream, or if you're on a Zoom call at work and someone's typing while they're on the <laughs> Twitch stream, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus okay. Christ, that's so. Loud. I actually will give you that. That is going to suck for Twitch streams because of how loud that controller is. Um, but I like how I do like how the the D pad feels, and it's very responsive, and it feels really good. So I will give it that. That is new and I and it's very good and but it does have the downside the noise. Steven, what are your thoughts on the controller? Uh I think it's fine. I mean I, I I'm you know what, controllers for me, I'm not particularly picky with them. Uh my son, however, uh hates the triggers on the Xbox Series X controller. Really? Uh to the point where he heard we were listening to a Nintendo you know, the we were listening to Game Scoop and one of the guys said that he really liked the triggers, and my son paw like reached over and paused the podcast in the car so he could cuss out whoever it was. <laughs> like, who is that guy? Can you tweet at him and tell him that your son thinks his opinions about the controller sucks? And I was like, I'm not catching a block from you <laughs> or from you um you know if you want to go torment the guy i guess go do it yourself but that's rude and um i i think it's fine right i mean it, i i can see everyone's points and don't really have anything argumentative to say about it which i know is rare for me but <laughs> i will uh, i will cede to joel and say that the the clickiness feels really good so I I love the precision that the D-pad has, and you know after playing with the DualSense, like it has those four separated buttons, but they're kind of squishy. And they're not feeling precise, but when you click that D-pad, you know exactly what direction you're pressing on it on the Xbox controller. And overall, the controller itself, like they didn't change much. The controller already felt really great to begin with. Uh, my only gripe with it, aside from like it not being forward thinking as the DualSense and and having new features. Is that is the clickiness? Like I, I, the sound of it literally is assaulting my senses, and I can't take it. <laughs> but more and more, I am starting to play with headphones on as well, especially if like I'm not in my normal setup for the next few months with surround sound. So I'm like anything that I can, I have headphones on. Um, so it's not really going to be an issue for me as I play it. So if I do end up streaming anything, I just I'm sorry in advance to anyone who has to listen to the clicks. <laughs> But that wraps up the hardware talk. I want to go around real quick and rate it. If you could rate the hardware, console and controller combined, out of five stars, ten-point scale, one cup, what would it be? That's messed up, Chad. (laughs) Because I'm thirsty? That was super messed up. Uh, Uh, I'm... 
Oh, go ahead. I'll go. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a four. four. I think it's very good, but I'm not gonna give it. You know, I don't think it's perfect, but I think for what it is, it's exactly what I need. Yeah, I I, I think I'm gonna also go with four. Like I was struggling between four, four and a half stars, but I think I'm just gonna go with four mainly because like the size, the controller, like it looks really nice. It does really well. It's just gets a four for me. I'm gonna go four and a half just because I do I do like the Xbox One controller a lot, and I think they changed just enough with the standard controller here that I I don't know I enjoy it a lot so. I'm giving it a four point five, and the point five is strictly because of how silent it runs. Mm, it, oh, does, yeah, it, it does run silent. It, it gets an extra. It gets that extra half point because, like, yeah, it takes up more space than I would really like it to, and, and it, you know, it's not really. It's just a plain black box, but but it's it doesn't need to be anything special. <laughs> yeah, it's just it does what it needs to do, and going between even like my One X never got near like my PS4 Pro, right. but it like it's so nice to just be like turning my TV off and being like, wait, did I turn the, I can't even tell if I turned the console off. Like, I need to look for the light to see mm-hmm. if it's there because I can't hear it. Yeah, you're 100% right about that. It is It is literally silent. I haven't heard a peep out of it. Even the PS5, it's quiet, but you can if you can mm-hmm. tell that it's on. With that, I was going to give it... I was going to give it a four. I think I'm still going to give it a four. It's still going to be a four. I wanted to do a, a little <laughs> bit more. It's, it played it safe. It did really, really well, but it played it safe. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that user interface and user experience of using it, which is largely going to be uh, a little bit um, the same as what we're already used to. How did you mm-hmm. guys find actually using the console, the up, slightly updated refresh menu system, <clears throat> moving your stuff, like the setup process of the Series X? How did, the, how did you guys find that? So I think the setup process was really simple, honestly. Um, when I booted it up, there was a – like. You know, there was a piece of paper in the box saying, you know, go to this in the app. And when you boot it up, it gives you, I think, like a six or eight digit code that you just type in the app if you're already signed in. And it just kind of brings everything from your Xbox One ecosystem console to the series ecosystem, like pretty flawlessly, like to the point to where like all of my, you know, games that I had recently played were all right there. Um, All I had to do was transfer everything from my external hard drive from my Xbox One X over to my Series X. Um, so yeah, I think that the transition was fine. Um, the interface itself, though, is nothing new. If you have been gaming on your Xbox at all in the past, like I don't know, four to six months, because they've been updating all of this gradually as the past year probably has gone on uh, to evolve it into what it is today. And it's been like this interface that you see on your series console, Series X or S. It is the same exact interface that has been on the Xbox One for the past month at the very least. So it's really nothing new. Like if you already know how the Xbox One systems work, you know how to operate this one. So, I mean, I think it looks nice, but I don't get like that next gen feel, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, from just the user interface itself. The, my, the my, real- my, my initial thought, one last thing, my initial thought when I, you know, got it booted up is like, oh, okay, this is my Xbox One but faster. That's all yeah. it felt like initially. Cause the, the only real difference between the UI between, between the, the one and the series is this is what they clearly wanted it to feel like on the one, but it just mm-hmm. never did because Xbox has had, especially uh, this previous generation we're coming out of it. it the UI was, has been bad just generation wide. 
it's not been a good UI. Whereas now it feels like, oh no, this it's still not great. And yeah, it is kind of, you know, going from PS4 to PS5 and it's two wholly different things. Whereas this is more gradual, it's easing you into it, but it does, it just feels better. So even though it's not like an ideal UI in general, it at least runs as well as I think that they've really wanted it to. Because it is, it is a lot faster, it's a lot more responsive, which is really a nice upgrade. Yeah, the the, the it, I, I agree 100% with both things that both of you said. Like, it does, it's exactly the same as the Xbox One. That is massively disappointing, because you do not get that next-gen feel. And it, it runs really well. It's very fast. It's very responsive. The store doesn't make me think the Xbox is going to crash every time I look at something. That's great. <laughs> um, but I feel like we should have had that at the end of the last gen. Like, the fact that, that that UI never once worked on the Xbox. It always had some hiccup. It always had some problem. And then to go, all right, we'll just use that on the new system. I like that's so disappointing because like when I look at it, I think of Xbox One and I think of all the problems with it. So it's nice when it actually works because then I get a nice little surprise. But for the most part, it's just, it's very disappointing to see it look exactly the same. Trevor, it, do you do you have a One X or was yes. it just okay? Yeah, because like I, I don't know, I don't think oh, I oh, ever oh, noticed for, any. Oh, sorry, no, I have I have the One S. Sorry. Okay, because I I. You know, I have the One X, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why I didn't see many of those problems in the last gen that you okay. are, have seen. So, yeah, that's a good, that interesting perspective on it. And imagine people who have the fat Xbox One, oh, you know, God. kind of what, oh, yeah. how that UI runs on that thing. The store actually did cr- crash my Xbox uh, originally on the original Xbox One. I, w- I pulled up a video and it just went, and here's the Xbox symbol. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but it, uh, yeah, I'm glad that it runs better now and it is, it's okay. I was about to say it's easy to figure out where things are, but there were still several times where I went, wait, where do I go to do this? Why is it taking me here? Cause like earlier today I installed gears tactics and I went to it in the store and it's, uh, instead of it said like, oh, you get this with game pass. And I went, cool. Click on that. And then it took me to the managing screen for a game. And I went, What? And I actually had to go down to ready to install, select the base game, and hit download from there instead of just doing it from the store. So that that was that was a little weird. Those yeah, are my I think I'm I think I'm in your boat, Trevor. Where I I don't understand the Xbox UI, and it's never really made sense to me. And it's never been great. But part of that is because I don't use it that yeah. much. And I'm sure this I would have the same problem on an Android phone. I've, I've never used an Android phone, so I'm sure looking at that, I'd be like, God, this doesn't make any sense to me at all, but it's just because I'm not used to it. Um, that being said, this one, it doesn't seem to have changed like functionality-wise a ton from what I'm used to seeing on the, the One series, but I don't think that I can really talk to it um, that well. I can say that the setup process, I really did enjoy. It was really smooth. I like the integration with the app. I... There was a little bit of a different expectation I had. Like it it almost I like that it was downloading an update for the console in the background while I was continuing to make progress on my phone. I thought that was really slick that I was able to multitask that way. Um, whenever it did say uh, choose the choose your old system's backup to restore from, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I'm used to doing this on my phone. I choose a backup, and then my new phone eventually looks exactly like my old one. 
I I took that to mean that like, oh, whenever I get back up there, all my same apps are going to be re-downloading in the background. All of my stuff's going to be there. But really, it just kind of links your account. You're obviously mm-hmm. you're still cloud saves. You're a, a gold or a Game Pass subscriber, so that doesn't really have to download at all. It was like, oh, all it did was really just log me in. Um, and I still have to either move my games over manually or re-download them from the store. I would love if it if it was already downloaded for it to like just kickstart that download again. I will say I I had a, a, a solid state external drive hooked up to my Xbox uh, S, and I took it, plugged it into the Series X, and it just went here are your games. And, that's and awesome. it was it was literally as easy as that. That that's fantastic, and something the PS Five can't freaking do right now and irritates the crap out of me. Um, so that, that part of it, fantastic. And even like, I, cause I did the same thing as, as Joel, I had a external just Ray wasn't an SSD, but it was a hard drive. So it only took like, I think it was a combined like 20 minutes to move all of the stuff I wanted to move from my one to my series X. But one of the things that I really liked was the first time I loaded up Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Fortnite. Um, I think those were the only two that first day it automatically was like, Hey, there is a next gen upgrade. Do you want to just go ahead and download that now? Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, I do. So knock out that extra is like 20 gigs for Fortnite and 40 something for Assassin's Creed. And then once that was in, it just like I picked up right where I left off in Assassin's Creed. And it was super cool. Also, just so it's more, you know, UX side of things instead of UI. The quick resume is amazing. I was going like, to transition to that. Yeah. How does quick resume work? Because I have only ever played one game on it. So I don't know. It's a bummer that Call of Duty doesn't support it. But that's a that's not a Microsoft thing. That's an Activision thing. But, like, jumping between, I think I was going between, like, Fortnite, Mortal Kombat, and Assassin's Creed. See, that's weird. And it was weird. just, like... I couldn't get Assassin's Creed to work for me earlier. Same same for me. Yeah. And, really? And I, I read online, because I looked it up, I was like, why... Like, I have not... So, I don't think I've played enough variation of games to really try and get Quick Resume to work, because normally what it is, like... I get on, I play, you know, like three hours of Valhalla and then I get off. I'm not there playing Valhalla and I'm like, all right, I'm going to switch to Mortal Kombat or something Mm -hmm. like you. Um, And I looked it up and a lot of people are saying they're having problems just getting any games to quick resume. Um, And a lot of it stems from games that have that Series X enhancements. Uh, People are saying that they're finding a lot more problems with the enhanced games quick resuming than non-enhanced games. So that could just be a bug that they need to work out. Because I know that, like, I feel like everybody who previewed this console, they all said that Quick Resume worked flawlessly. But so. they weren't playing the enhanced ones. They were told they could That's only true. play the original versions. That's true. Um, oh. The uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, the games that I, I downloaded, uh, I have Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I bought DMC5, never having played it before, just because it was one of two games on the Xbox Series X that is only on next gen. And that broke me um and then i <laughs> we'll talk uh, about downloaded yeah then i downloaded no man's sky and uh gears tactics and so what i wanted to do was i i mainly downloaded all these so i could test out quick resume and i only got it to work with dmc5 and gears tactics um and then after having a bunch of good luck with that just before i came over came in here to record this podcast i switched back to dmc5 and it had no sound and then I, sw- I switched back to Gears Tactics, full sound, full everything, back to uh, DMC5, still no sound. So it's really cool, but it's not done yet. And that sucks. 
also the, the other thing oh is it real quick oh, the sorry, other thing that sorry, i read yeah. is that uh games that need to check for server statuses also do not work with uh quick resume it mm-hmm. will uh so yeah so like if you had been playing like dark souls 3 and been playing it online if it tried to check for the the servers it would just log you out of the game and restart it Steven, what are your thoughts on the the whole UI and UX of Series X? Um, I gotta say, you know, a couple people have said that they didn't really get that next gen feel. Uh, I disagree. It felt, I mean, uh, I re- I absolutely felt like I was playing something new. Um, you know, it was. I don't think that next gen needs to feel like and be like this completely alien experience. I think I was expecting that next gen was going to be just a better, more, you know, more functional version of the stuff that we had rather than just doing some wackadoodle nonsense just for the sake of it being quote unquote new. Um, the I get confused by operating systems of all types, the PlayStation one confuses me. Uh, and, and that's largely just cause I'm dumb. My kids, I can say have had no problem using the Xbox uh, interface, right? Like they, they use it. They have no problem finding the games they need and the services they need. So, uh, and that we set up the Xbox series X and my daughter who is seven. Uh, and I think that's a pretty good benchmark for, you know, is this usable? And she manages with no problems. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it certainly is functional and, uh, the setup process, this is, you know, I, I came at it from the perspective, um, you know, most of my content is all about like non non gamer parents, right. Who are, you know, just trying to like panic. And so the good news is I was happy to be able to say, wow, if, if you had an Xbox and you buy this new Xbox for your kid, you don't have to do anything. Like you don't have to fuss with menus. You just download the app, which is useful anyway. Um, and then you can. Not only does that give you the ability to control the whole thing through your phone, which is super useful, but it also lets you set it all up entirely. And there was no muss, no fuss. I thought I was going to have to take notes, and I was ready. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so you just download an app, and the app just tells you what the hell to do. You know, I was, I was, I mean, I was expecting like something big and complicated. So I thought it was great. Um, the instant resume is cool. Uh, I, I spent more time playing Tetris Effect than any other video game. Tetris so, like, is awesome. <laughs> but we were bouncing around between that and Minecraft. The, the, you know, it, this is it. I, I loved everything about it so far. Uh, and the speed is insane. My grown up game. Because uh, I, I, I needed to get one, um, and I tweeted about this the other day. I went and, like, windmill slammed the purchase button on Yakuza Like a Dragon. <laughs> um, and, like, one GIF. Like, literally one GIF. And I was like, okay, this is for me. And I know that it was not made specifically for the Xbox Series X, so I'm getting, like... You know, it's breaking the game a little bit. Like, the load times are so fast, I can't read the the hint screen. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. it's crazy to play a role-playing game where you have no load times. And the other game I'm playing, um, you know, 2K sent me a copy of the next generation uh, NBA 2K. So I've been been playing my season, uh, my career mode or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I played 
I think Friday I played only <laughs> basketball for like nine hours. And um my wife was like, where were you? She went to work. I took the time. I took the day off. My <laughs> wife was like, where were you? Like, I was texting you. And I'm like, you know what, honey? I checked my text messages in hold times and, like, during, like, loading times. And I didn't have any. So, like, I think we're going to have – I think I'm going to have to come up with another way for you to get a hold of me because I just completely ignored you, not because I don't want to talk to you, but because I just – the normal oh I pick up my phone and check my test messages just doesn't exist because mm-hmm. it is so damn fast and she's you gonna expect have to, the sports she's gonna have to start Go messaging you on the Xbox app or she might actually have to call me which is super weird um, what's so, that I don't I know, understand I know that's super weird I'm older than everyone in this room by a lot so um so I, I remember phones and how they work, but so no, I, I absolutely love the whole thing. It was so great. And you know, the experience, the experience is great. It feels next gen to me just because of how fast it is. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, you know, I'm going to get lost in menus no matter what. <laughs> uh, regarding the UI, I, I do want to talk about kind of the game section of the UI itself. When you go to look at your library, they do a really good job at like kind of separating everything in a way um, like when you have your tiles of your games there, you can see, you know, what games you have that are on Game Pass, uh, what games you have installed that are on EA Play, which is also now part of Game Pass. And you can also see which games are X and S enhanced as well. So I think I thought I think that's a really good way to kind of just go through your library and like filter like, I don't know, like this past week, I've been wanting to play games that are mainly enhanced just to see the new features and stuff and i feel like that was the best way for me to look through them is just all right which have these enhancements that i have in my library that's really cool and important and especially like having an experience that we had last week for game night we all played rainbow six siege and a lot of us were playing on ps5 and we were while we were playing we was like man what are the enhancements for this again like is this 60 frames i feel like this would i don't i don't really know and it's because there was no way for us to like easily see whether or not and it turns out the whole time we were just playing a ps4 version of that game Yep. <laughs> on our PS5, and we're like, so oh. how, how does that work? You have to download the update. No, it just turns out the update wasn't available yet. But if oh. there had been a section that said enhanced for PS5, we would have been able to tell right away exactly. whether or not this was something to expect from. That. Yep. Um. Great. Let's time to grade. Again, on a scale from five stars, ten point scale, the UI UX, that whole experience. Uh, starting with Asa, go. Uh. I was going to go lower, but then, like, hearing Steven kind of gush about it, and it made a lot of sense, um, I, I'm going to go th- three and a half, just because the, the ease of the ease of setting everything up was, couldn't have been easier. Like, I feel like they made that as simple as possible. Uh, the responsiveness of the UI, especially compared to the Xbox One, is so much snappier. So, yeah, even if you do kind of get lost in menus... It, it's easier to get your way back out. And it's so much faster to, to get your way back out to get where you need to go. Um, and then also, just because I guess I'm one of the lucky ones, like I haven't had any issues with Quick Resume, which granted, I haven't really tested it since the day it came out. And I was just opening games just to test it, just to try it out and be like, oh man, look how quick this is going. This is so cool. Um, so thankfully, I haven't run into any of those issues. So yeah, I, I, I'd give it a solid three, three and a half. Great. Uh, Trevor. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna fall on it three and a half also, uh, and that's purely for the uh, for the quickness of it. I mean, one one of the parts that I forgot to mention is the fact that you hit the place you or PlayStation, you hit the Xbox button. <laughs> that's why it's taking so long for me to load. Is because I'm using the wrong controller. Uh, <laughs> you, you hit the Xbox button on the controller, and by the time I look up, it's already asking me what profile I want to pick. Like yeah, it beats that, my TV on. Yeah, like the 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 fact that it does that, it's, it's such a quick startup from boot is fantastic. So I I will give it three point five for that. Steven. I think I'm just gonna cheat and go the same with everybody else. You know, I don't think it's anything. I'm very I'm incredibly happy with it, but I don't think it's doing. I mean, it's it's doing exactly what it was supposed to do, right? You know, yeah. it's not breaking, it's not changing my universe, but I'm but I'm perfectly happy with it. It's an upgraded version of what I had before. Joel. Yeah, I'm also going to go 3.5. That's the number I had in my head. Definitely didn't copy off anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a, a lot funny. of the same reasons. Like, like it's essentially the same dashboard. But honestly, I don't think I don't think the old dashboard or UI. Uh, I don't think that there was anything wrong with it. So I don't see a really need to update it. But. I enjoy it for what it is, and like I said, I really like that you can see which games have the enhancements for next gen just by looking at your game library. I, uh, I'm going to go with three. I'm going to break <laughs> the cycle here. I'm going to go with three, uh, partially because I really like the setup experience. I'm not a huge fan of the UI. Uh, Quick Resume sounds like it would be cool if it worked for most people, um, but I do really also like the the uh, the fact that everything is so easy to find and separated out by the enhanced games, the game pass games, EA games, like that's really nice to to have that. So I'm gonna go a, a solid three on it. There we go. This might be our shortest section coming up next, and that is the games. How do we rate the launch library, the games lineup? Yeah, what games? I'm gonna be controversial and say that I think this is actually gonna get a higher rating from me than most people would give the game section on Xbox. And this is because while it doesn't have anything that is technically exclusive to the Xbox brand, it does have a lot of titles that qualify as launch games um, that are like objectively best on Xbox. If you think about Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs and Dirt, like those are uh, 120 frames per second. Some of them are. They are like if you think about Call of Duty and Warzone. Like, Warzone runs at 120 on Xbox, but it's only 60 on PS5 because of the work that Microsoft put into backwards compatibility and making sure that all of that works seamlessly at launch uh, and across their whole ecosystem. And so I, I think if you are if you are a Joel of sorts and Xbox is your, is your jam and that's where you play all of your stuff, it's actually a really exciting lineup of games that you get to try out with Beyond Light and Valhalla. PlayStation has, like, yeah, four or five games that you won't be able to play on Series X, but even generation-wise, some of those are cross-generation that you don't even, like, Demon's Souls, I think, is maybe the only exclusive, and Bug, no, Bugs Next is both. Demon's Souls, Astro's Playroom, really, are the only ones you can play on PS5 and not PS4. So I think it actually gets a higher rating for me in the games category than most people, than, like, a flat-out zero. Like, most people are like, oh, it has no games. I think it does have games, and I think that they are, are best on xbox right now i I'll, I'll agree with you on that where it's it's 
the where there are the games that are playing better on Xbox than the PlayStation Five. I did actually not know the thing about Call of Duty. That's actually really good to know, uh, and uh, it's very interesting. The thing for me though is there at, there are at least three games on the PlayStation Five that you can only play on the PlayStation Five, and it, they would not run on the PS Four as they are now. That is Godfall, which, I mean, take it or leave it, whatever. Um, uh, Demon Souls and Astro Playroom. And, you know, Astro Playroom, it's a free game, but, y'all, that game is fantastic. Like, it, it is, is a, really, it is really a fantastic. bunch of fun, and it is beautiful, and it would not run on the, the PS4 because of some of the particle effects and all the stuff they have going on in the background. And because I've gotten to play those games and like see demon souls, like having played in 2009 and seeing it now and be like, this couldn't run on PS4. This would melt a PS4, even a pro. And then to come over to the Xbox and go, okay, what game can I see that at here where it's not just, it's a, xbox one game running at better frame rate or with better textures and stuff like that what's something that could only run on the series x and there isn't anything and that's that really sucks because like even if we had halo and don't don't get me wrong i'm i'm mourning halo every day i look at this <laughs> this new xbox and there isn't a halo game for it. it it hurts my very being uh if if halo were out right now it'd be a completely different conversation i'd just be talking about halo the whole fucking time um but it the fact that we don't have that and even then it would that they've said halo infinite is going to be on xbox one and so i i i'm like okay What's the thing that could only be done on here, though? Like, you, you've you've sold this as a generational jump. Where is that generational jump? Because it's not in the UI. It's not in the controller. It's not in any of this stuff. Where is it? But that said, watching my wife play Valhalla and seeing that buttery smooth frame rate, the load times being almost non-existent, that does feel next-gen. But it's a next-gen thing that isn't exclusive to it. Like, you can get that on a PC. You can get that on PS5. And so it, it's it, it, there's a little bit of disappointment there that there's nothing that I can sit there and be like, this is why you should get a, a, an Xbox Series X. Look at this. It's so much better than what you could play normally. So, yeah. I will say the only, like, because my Xbox didn't come when it was supposed to. <clears throat> Amazon left me by a day but because those games like the assassin's creed valhalla is playable on the xbox one mm -hmm. that's how i started it and i will say that the xbox one can run assassin's creed valhalla but it doesn't do it great oh i'm sure like this is this game and it kind of makes me think that pretty much every one of these games that well yeah you can play it on the previous gen they're not supposed to be. The, the, They're the, clearly supposed to be because, like, the load times were rough. The the I had a lot of frame drops. I had it just it was like an you think of an Assassin's Creed like a Ubisoft game and just how kind of broken they usually are at launch. <clears throat> like, I am having so many fewer problems on my Series X than I was on my One X. But I mean, and you're you're right because like it can technically do it. It just doesn't do it as well. The, and yeah, the, there the, is no the thing with it killer. is like, would you if someone was like, do I need a Series X to experience Assassin's Creed Valhalla when I already have an Xbox one? 
I don't think I could tell someone yes that there is a so that there is a huge jump between the two. That's like you have to get an Xbox to play Valhalla on it. That that's kind of where I, I I struggle with where of how much better it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, because it, it is it's. I, I would tell someone it's like if you have the money to do it, like if you have the disposable income oh, yeah. to drop $500 on a system, it, I would think just the speed, the ease of that setup, all of that, like th- the Series X blows the 1X out of the water. I think it was um, Jeffy Grub Grub who was like, <laughs> we've been playing on trash consoles and we didn't even realize it. It was just like, oh, yeah, no, that actually makes a lot of sense now that I have my hands on them. Like yeah, we you should if you care about video games you should upgrade, but yeah, you're I mean it's not necessary. It's I don't think it's really a necessity yet. Mm-hmm. I think we will reach a point. Like I'm real curious to see how Halo looks on a one. <clears throat> I'm just really interested like to see X, how Halo but, looks in general. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's, I, and, and you can tell that man they it. It is a bummer that we're spending so much time on the launch lineup talking about third party stuff that's yeah. not, and, or, and we can't talk about Halo because it just. Well, it's also it really weird there. that like we've spent the last year talking about how many companies X or Microsoft has now acquired and how amazing it is that they've acquired all of these and not one of them made an exclusive for this system. Mm-hmm. At least at launch, yeah, it's yeah, it's kind, and that's where. You know, Chad, you mentioned that you're going to give it you're going to be giving it a higher grade than a lot of people because and you're right, because like it's not fair to say like, yeah, I've played the most of the two I have. I've definitely played the most Xbox just because I've been playing Call of Duty with friends and I've put a lot of time into Valhalla. But when I think, okay, launch games, I don't think of the third party stuff that's cross gen. I think of, you know, exclusives in PS5 that gets you excited. Like, yeah, this is a new really experience just, I couldn't get anywhere else. Yeah, and it's like, well, I mean, yeah, you do, if you if you don't need a new console right now, like if your One X works fine, then and especially if you don't, if you're not like you know a hardcore gamer, you're really not missing a ton. But it's it's nice to have. So yeah, I think I'm gonna go pretty low on this, even though Valhalla runs great, Call of Duty runs great, looks beautiful. I haven't gone into Warzone yet, but I'm actually really excited to give <clears> that a try to see just how smooth that's gonna go. Uh, Fortnite like loads in instantly, which is super nice. Just <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, but but overall, just like man, even on the back of the box, it's just the chief. Yeah. <laughs> but where are you, man? Just floating out in space. I I think I'm more closer to Chad on this myself, because yeah, while PS5 they do have some exclusives that can only be played there. Um, my thought on next gen is the biggest upgrade is the speed in the hard drive itself. These new solid state drives are so fast that I feel like that drastically changes a lot of games that I was currently, you know, already playing before I got my new Xbox to the point that it feels like a new game almost. Like Valhalla, if you played it, <clears throat> like you said, on the One X, it plays drastically different than it does on the Series X. That's not to say you can't play it on the One X, it'll run just fine. It's just. The upgrade is so significant that it's hard to look that, like look past that. Um, another thing about games that I want to bring up is Game Pass. That is hands yeah. down the best deal in all of video games. Oh, yeah. Whenever, whenever somebody asks me that like doesn't know much about video games, like hey, what should I get so and so for Christmas? It's always like you know, like should I get them a PlayStation or an Xbox? 
like the first question I ask is always where do their friends play? Because that can change everything. If their friends are all on PlayStation, you're going to want to buy them a PlayStation. But if they don't know, then, you know, just like Xbox is the easiest answer because you can get instantly so many games for $15 a month. It's insane. Um, So looking at it from the eyes of somebody who maybe doesn't have an Xbox already or, you know, any consoles really and they're looking to get a console. I think that Xbox is the easy answer just because of Game Pass personally. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Like you said, Xbox, like Microsoft, they have bought a bunch of studios. So, I mean, the exclusives will come. Whether or not they'll be good, you know, that's to be seen. But, yeah. I mean, they're all going to come eventually. They bought so many fucking studios. Like, who knows? Um, but, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go pretty high. I agree with you on Game Pass. I was surprised that there wasn't, like, a, oh, here's one month free or three month free trial of Game Pass in the box. Yeah. And, and maybe we're past that because there wasn't well, even, I, like, there wasn't a PS Plus. Like, I, I think they just did a dollar there. sale. I think they just did first month for a dollar or something. Oh, did they? Yeah, my brother-in-law got in on it that way. Yeah, I, and I know that if you buy a controller, you get two weeks of Game Pass. But yeah, so I think I'm also going to go pretty high in the score as well, just because, you know, yeah, there's not that many exclusives that you can only play on the Series X, but it just enhances all of the games so much that it's worth noting that it runs that much better. Steven, I know you said that it's mostly a Minecraft machine for your kids, but what are your thoughts on the games lineup for Series X? You know what? Uh, this is an investment for me, right? Like, you know, the the real payoff games-wise is going to be as we fast-forward through the years and those uh, developer purchases come to, you know, they pay off, right? When we see what the Coalition is doing and we see what Double Fine is doing, etc. So, for me, on a game's perspective, you know, like I said, my most anticipated video game on my Xbox was Tetris Effect on Game Pass because I never played it before. Um, Which is stupid. I had a PlayStation 4. I'm dumb. Whatever. And so, uh, and I know obviously it's a Minecraft machine. I will say that the fact that the ray tracing update for Minecraft, the fact that that was not out on Xbox yet, um, was I didn't that, know yeah, it's, it, it wasn't available. Yeah, there's, the, it's coming eventually. My, okay. You know, but my daughter, like, that was the reason we had to get this set up. She was practically vibrating, like, the flash through time. And <laughs> uh, to play, and then when she found, like, when she turned it on, she's like, Dad, this doesn't look any different. And we looked it up, and we're like, oh, it's not out yet. Th- that was the biggest, like, listen, you, th- there has never been a more disappointed face than Oof. hers right there. It was rough. Um, she's like, well, then why do we have this? You just needed the controller. Um, Steve you know. looks the same. What's the point? <laughs> she is, uh, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. But, you know, it's all that aside, um, I think, I, 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 truthfully, I'm not even going to score it. You know, I just, for me, uh, I have it. I'm not a regular consumer because I had to get it to evaluate it because I have a website and a podcast and all that stuff. So, I got this because it was my job, right? Like, so uh, I probably wouldn't have gotten next-gen consoles this year if I didn't have to, right? I would have probably waited. And that's what I've been telling most of my audience is that, you know, it's generally okay unless you absolutely need to. Um, But, I mean, man, the load times are nice. I mean, it's great. I mean, things are awesome. But, you know, I just finished Spider-Man today and you can play that on ps4 it's probably i'm sure it's not as great you know good looking and but 
So I'm I'm actually abstaining from grading, and and I'm totally okay with it because if you bought an Xbox, it's kind of like buying a Nintendo, right? Like you buy a Nintendo system day one, be because you know what's coming, right? Like I know the Halo is coming; it will be there, and it you know, and it will be whatever it is, you know. Um, I know some yeah, folks on Steven, the development the, the team. The Switch came, yeah. came out with Breath of the Wild, the game of the century. I mean, yep. the, it, you mean it was there. You mean, you mean the best video game that Nintendo has ever produced? Full exactly, stop. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that. Even <laughs> I'm in just being right way. now to annoy Chad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, y'all are allowed to disagree. I mean, this is an Xbox review. Y'all are, y'all are absolutely allowed to be wrong. We live in America. So, um, so the, uh, but all that shenanigans aside, right? Like you buy a Nintendo, you know why you buy it, right? Like you, you buy it for those things. And that's how I feel right now. Like when I bought that Xbox, it was like buying it for Halo and the various Halo shenanigans that will come along with it. Right. Like you're, you know, like, and then uh and then they've got all these studios and for me it's like this black you know rectangular treasure box that i just don't know what's going to happen right like these games could be they could change my life right like i could all you know who knows um or they could just be you know a bunch of generic shooters you never really know so i'm i'm excited to see it with that said man these load times are great yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. all right Vo- uh not voting scoring uh steven abstains <laughs> I'm going to give it a three just because of how prepared they were with back compat and making sure that like things ran best on Xbox. Joel, what's your score? I'm going to give it a four just because game pass, like I said, I think it's the best deal there is. And there's just so many games in there. Not to interrupt low key. And I tweeted this out. I don't know if any of you guys saw it, but uh, the, the addition of EA play to game pass is borderline stupid. (laughs) <laughs> like, because it's so good. I mean, if you don't play sports games, I guess, you know, you can kind of write, you, you think that you can write off EA Play. Oh, right? no. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah. Well, no, no, no. There are a lot Mass of people I say this Dragon to. Age. Like, well, <laughs> but order. that's the point. You got to actually look at yeah. the list because if you see EA and you go, oh, well, it's just sports games, like, it takes up a lot of the volume because they put out one every year, right? So there's like eight <laughs> NHLs and eight Maddens. But then when you're like, well, it's got Mass Effect and Dragon Age and Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. And from a family pers- from like a family perspective, which is where I'm coming from, um, Star Wars is huge. And you got to know, I mean, Star Squadrons is one of the bigger games, you know, on our gift guides and everything this year. That's going to be in Game Pass in what, like six, seven months? Yeah, like how like crazy that. is that? Yeah. This summer... Squadron's gonna be in there. Also, Peggle. No, you're not <laughs> wrong. I mean, like the fact that Peggle is in Game Pass. I mean, admittedly, it's just a stupid thing. We all played it on our DS like 50 years ago, but like, it's a big deal, right? So anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I I agree with you, Joel. Game Pass is bananas, and they just keep finding weird ways to make it better. That doesn't you know? it now have Disney Plus in it too. It has 30 day trial. It has 30 days. Yeah. Mm. That would be just, but, 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 the, who knows, right? Yeah. I mean, this is what the thing. Now, they didn't do anything like that before. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows if they put, like, Peacock in there or something. Like, Disney Plus, I think, is a little bit much. But, like, CBS All Access? Like, I, it would not, Trek. if somebody came out and was like, CBS All Access is part of Game Pass Ultimate now, 
I wouldn't really be stunned, right? You know, I I mean it'd be kind of weird, but it wouldn't it wouldn't knock me off my chair. Yeah. You know, or if somebody else starts some kind of weird, you know, some weird anime stuff, I don't know. Like it, it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is now included. In <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that kind of weird. I mean, you know, anyway, Anyway, I, I, I may be abstaining, but I'm still excited. Uh, it's the Joel is 100% right. It's the best deal in gaming, period. 15 bucks a month for just... I, I never have to buy a game for my Xbox ever again, really. Dope. Trevor. Oh, Yakuza. Um, I am rebelling against your rating system, and I Ooh. am making my own. Uh, so I'm going to do two ratings here. Okay. And that is launch lineup and playability. Launch lineup, two stars. Just Ooh. just a flat two stars. Okay. Um, now, playability, as in what you can do with that box when you set it up and are ready to go, five stars. The fact Ooh. that you can play, it, you, you give them a, you're like, here's a dollar for a month of Game Pass. And they're like, cool, here's hundreds of games for you to play. That alone is amazing and fantastic and playstation tried they're like here's some free you know ps4 games but this one's just like here's all of mass effect here's all of dragon age here's gears here's every microsoft game we've ever made it's just there's so much to play on that box that if you got this for someone and then a, a subscription to game pass they don't have to spend money on that system again for who knows how long so that pure fact, I, I like, I cannot forgive the launch lineup that there is. It's not, it's not even, it's not even close to what I would call a launch lineup being great. But the fact, but how much you can actually do with it out of the box, five stars. Asa, I'm a, I, I completely agree because the the Xbox Game Pass is incredible, and like Steven said, this is an investment. You know, we some of it we know what's coming in Halo. Um, avowed fable we don't some of it we don't know what's coming like what in the world is the initiative working on just you know that's there's going to be some amazing stuff coming out but for me for at release um i'm giving it two just because it's good for backwards compatible um game pass is the best deal in gaming i've been singing the praises of game pass forever it doesn't raise it because going from and I get this is totally a personal thing. I don't expect other people to play like I do. But going from having a four terabyte external hard drive that I could download like all of Game Pass and just play whatever, because I'm kind of a, a digital hoarder. I always think I'm going to go back and no. Yeah, eventually I will go back and finish my Ninja Gaiden playthrough that I got four levels into. <laughs> and Delete going your to games. a system that only has a terabyte that's not even a full terabyte. And Call of Duty and Master Chief Collection and Warzone takes up 400 gigs just about, just by themselves. It's hard to get real excited about spending more than an hour downloading something. Because what I found in the current, gen like the new generation of systems, they haven't changed. It still takes forever to download, like versus just downloading something oh, on yeah, my PC. I, I want I want to put that in here real quick, um, listeners. If you are planning to buy a Series X and are only available, it's only available to download via Wi-Fi. Strap in; it's gonna be a bit. It is yeah. not good. It is. It is my Xbox uh, uh, One S downloaded stuff faster 
on Wi-Fi than the Series X. I don't know how to explain it. That's just how it is. I leave yeah, Even wired, it's not <laughs> great. Like, it still took forever to do Call of Duty. But that was like 130 gigs, too. So, which thankfully I don't have internet ca- Like, I don't have data caps mm-hmm. where I'm at, so... But yeah, I just I think that ultimately, yes, it does the 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 not not cross gen cross platform games, the multi platform games runs those best. But when I think games at launch, I'm personally thinking exclusives, and there's just there's nothing there right now. Like Steven said, there's a ton still coming, but for at launch where we're at right now, it, it it's it it gets a two just for being able to do what it does as well as it does but boy we're missing halo yeah something fierce i think honestly if halo infinite were here and it turned out to be good if like halo just infinite that one game here, alone i would be would wearing this helmet through the whole review just <laughs> just right like that there we go that's trevor now <laughs> this is really hurting my nose <laughs> don't do that all right, boys, let's wrap up me. this conversation with marketing. What did you think about the Xbox series of consoles? Marketing uh, from announcement at the Game Awards to all the way up to launch, and, and how does that look? Someone literally said to me today, oh, that came out? That That's all I got to say. It wasn't great. Yeah, if it wasn't for the fact that I follow, like gaming news sites and stuff like kind of funny games daily and, and check Kotaku and Polygon and all that regularly. I, which granted I don't have, I, we cut the cord. We only watch streaming stuff like Netflix and Hulu um, and YouTube, but I don't think I've seen a single ad for it. I actually had to like, before the show started, I was so confused about marketing that I was like, is there a series X like launch commercial? And it turns out there is, and it's real weird, but like it's a video game (laughs) console. So what do you expect? So this one, it's torn for me because like general consumer, it's at a zero because I have seen nothing. The only marketing I've seen has been stuff for like call of duty on various stuff. You get at the gas station to get double XP and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, But like, as for the for people who are in the know, people like us, people that are watching this live, people that are listening to this on a podcast, I'd say it's a five because Microsoft has done such a good job of communicating exactly what the game plan is with Game Pass, with the Series X, um, you know, and then you run into the whole look at the surge, the spike of sales of the uh, Xbox One on the day that they the pre-orders went live. And the the potential confusion between Series S and Series X, but like Microsoft is in very clear about what smart delivery is, about what is going to be having uh, next gen upgrade or you know Series X, Series S upgrades. They've been very very open, but it's just you know we know that, but do our parents, do our coworkers who have a vague you know they might pick up. Madden every year or the, you know, the yearly call of duty, what have they been told? And I just, I haven't seen any of that. Yeah. I agree with you that I, it started out really strong. Like honestly, the first being first out the gate at the game awards, showing the next gen console, people seeing me like, Oh, that looks really interesting and really cool. And, And then like slowly rolling out, Oh, this is what smart delivery is. And they started strong. But I feel like both companies obviously have had trouble with they have to change up their plans due to COVID. But I feel like Microsoft just took 
everything that was planned from like May and on. And rather than saying, all right, how do we change this and adapt for COVID? They just said, all right, let's just cancel everything we were going to do. And whereas <laughs> like you saw from Sony, like Travis Scott has hands on the, the dual sense. And yeah. every two weeks there's a new um, embargo lifting. So you can talk yet another aspect. So it was constantly in people's minds. And there was Spider-Man trailers everywhere. There was launch. Like I was constantly seeing stuff from PlayStation. But you're right. I I didn't see anything from Xbox. And if I didn't, if I was not as plugged into this gaming uh, sphere as I am, I would have not known that it came out this week. I definitely would have known PlayStation came out. But yeah, I I, yeah, I, I so. definitely agree that they. I don't think they had as much of a presence in terms of like the general consumer. Um, like you're not going to see an Xbox billboard driving on the highway or. You know, like, I don't think I've seen one Series X commercial at all. But where I think they nailed it is with the social media aspect of everything. That's true. Like, they were able to take every negative and just turn it into a positive one way or another. Like, the vape smoke, like, the the smoking fire <laughs> Xbox the other day, they literally tweeted, I can't believe we had to say this, but do not blow vape smoke into your Series X. Or the, um, so uh, like, there was the, that, the, or, the Series S leak. How they yeah. handled that, mm-hmm. where, where literally one of their marketing team was just like, oops. We're just going yeah. to put the, the meme of the monkey puppet of just yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Mm. that's what it was. It was freaking perfect. Yes. Yeah, so they've definitely been on top of their game in terms of social media. And I honestly think that that's where they did most of their marketing is just by tweeting weird memes like that about, <laughs> you know, responding to a random person who's like, hey, I saw this today. Or there was the, uh, the series... Like, I don't know if it was... The series controller leaked. I don't think it leaked, but somebody got it in the wild here in Chicago. And the rumor that was going around is that they were a part of one of those, like, looting riots. And they stole it from, like, a Best Buy or something. And they were... And so they sold it on, like, Facebook Marketplace or OfferUp or something. And then somebody just started posting all these pictures of it. Um Hmm. And yeah, I remember they, I can't remember what they did, but they did something that turned it into a positive. Um, so yeah, they definitely been killing it in that aspect, but they're not, you're not going to see, like I said, an Xbox Series X billboard or, you know, like you said, there is a commercial. I don't know. I don't watch TV at all, so I don't really know. Um, I'm mainly streaming service type of person, so. Mm. I also feel like this kind, this kind of ties into marketing. I feel like the name is kind of terrible. Yeah, it's like, not great. Going from 1S and 1X to Series S and Series X, along with the fact that I don't feel like they have... They they are not, to the general consumer public, telling people why these next-gen consoles are something they need, aside from occasionally we'll see an article like, this game runs with a much reduced... Lo-. Like, Red Dead loads in less than half the time. And like, oh, cool, that's really cool, but that's all we see about like why you need this console. There, I it's actually had this it's question. It's hard to think of that by itself, like, and not comparing it to Sony, because you know, with Sony, you see the feel it, the crazy 3D audio. You can feel the games and where the things are coming from. And the, but it's, I mean, Xbox doesn't have it has 3D audio, but it doesn't have. I don't know. It, I don't. I don't like the naming structure, and I feel like they haven't adequately told people why they need these consoles or why they're cool. One of the questions I asked myself, literally while we were recording this, is. When they inevitably do make the stronger version of this, as has been happening with the last couple of generations, what are they going to call it? Like, we already have the Series X. 
what do you what are they gonna do? I, I think at one point in 360 they had the the E that was the the elite version of it. So maybe mm -hmm. they'll pull that back, but it's still it's a weird naming convention. Plus the elite controller is already a thing. Yeah. I think it was Phil Spencer or Major Nelson, it was one of them talked about how the this generation isn't actually called the Series X. It, it like the it's the PlayStation 5. This generation is just the Xbox. Mm. There's just different types of Xboxes that you can get. So I think at a certain point they are going to start pivoting away from Series X, Series S, and just oh, and with this Xbox, with okay. the Xbox has Game Pass. Yeah, with Xbox has is the best place to play. You know, Call of Duty that comes out, things like that. So I'd, I'd be interested to see when they, or even if they do, you know, pivot to that type of branding. Yeah, I, I think they're more focused on getting people into the Xbox ecosystem, whether it be with Game Pass or xCloud, than they are with, you know, selling, you know, Xbox Series X or S's at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Steven, any last thoughts on marketing before we, uh, before we score it? Uh, buckle up. I got some stuff to say. All right. Oh, wait. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> buckle up. Um, okay. Uh, the marketing, we, you have to look at it in two, like, clumps, right? You know, the, the like, the post-release and launch marketing, and then also, like, the lead-up, like, announcements. I agree with what everybody said about uh, the first piece, is that they did a, you know, they, they did a pretty good job up front. Um, you know, they came out first, they owned the messaging. I mean, how long were we like, oh my God, when are we going to find out more stuff about the PlayStation 5, right? Like we didn't even know what the PlayStation 5 was going to be called for a while, right? Like we knew, but you know, there was that stupid meme of, you know, is it going to be something dumb? Um, I think they did a great job with that. Um, the current marketing, like, yeah, so they made a commercial because like you have to, but they don't need to market right now. Like, they're all sold out. Period. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? That's fair. And yeah. so, um, why market something that is, uh, that you can't keep on store shelves? Like, literally, Walmart wants to sell these things, and every time they put it up, it breaks. Yeah. So, you, I, I would spend zero dollars on marketing right now. Um, you know, there may be some shenanigans early next year, or, you know, holiday you know, like into the holiday, but until they stop selling out because of us dorks, um, you know, they're going to go. I, so the, on the naming thing, um, it's, I think the issue with the name thing is it only sucks now because we have the Xbox one X yeah. and the Xbox one S and all that. Um, because as soon as they phase these out, which is going to happen inevitably probably within the next couple of years, then it'll just be what the iPhone does. And Chad, you know, like, you know, you're not the brightest man in the world, but you know how iPhones work. <laughs> I am so bright. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, and you know, obviously, you know, I'm just playing, but the, the general consumer will be able to figure it out because they know how to you they know how it works with Galaxy phones. We know how it works with iPhones. And I the I wanted to jump through my my speakers every time like the kind of funny team was like, oh my god, parents are gonna be so confused. 
I was like, how about you bring me on your show and I'll tell you about parents? Because, um, and I tweeted that at them repeatedly. They obviously never listened because of that one guy that ruined it for everybody. But um, parents just buy the new thing and they buy what they're told, right? Like in general, like we're the ones that are like, oh, why do I need this? You know, I mean, the reality is we don't know why we needed it, but we still bought it. Right. Because we're, you know, like we're either not a real consumer like me. Right. Like I, I did it because I have a job or they're, you know, enthusiasts. Right. That, that are like Xbox is my jam. Right. Joel, you stream. So like you need it. You know what you needed. You needed that tool. Your average parent is going to be like, OK, Timmy wants an Xbox. I'm going to go to this. I'm either going to go online where they said, you know, I know they made a big deal about, like, a bunch of Xbox One Xs were sold. Um, the math was not, did not play that out. It was not that big of a deal. Um, they're going to just buy, the, most of the, a lot of the time, the kid is going to know what they want. And the kids are us, just smaller. And so they'll say, <laughs> I want the Xbox Series X. Mom, don't screw it up. And they won't because they're hundreds of dollars. They'll figure it out and just Google it a little bit. Um and so, or they'll go into a store and I know everybody's like, oh, well, you go into Walmart and they're going to be like, do you want the Xbox One X? Do you want the Xbox Series? No, they're not because I've been on retail. They're going to come talk to the retail guy and they go, oh, you want the new one? And they'll point at the box and that's it. It's just the, the naming thing um, gets blown way out of proportion. And if we fast forward five years from now, they'll come up with some probably stupid naming convention but, you know, maybe they'll do Xbox X plus and then they'll go to another letter or something like that. But they could also just do, you know, who knows what they'll do. They'll figure it out. But once we get rid of the older names and it's just Xbox with a letter and maybe like an alpha or something stupid, they could use Greek letters. Who the hell knows what they do? <laughs> like once they get to that and then, and then they get to move into just the way the PlayStation does it, where it's just PlayStation 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, once they move into their own shenanigans, everybody will be happy. And, we'll, and these conversations, we'll remember when we were like, man, remember when it was stupid? <laughs> and, the, you know, and we'll be like, yeah. you know, Because at the end of the day, we know the difference. And parents don't know the difference, but they don't care. They're just going to buy the new one. Um, you know, the fact that... Or they're going to buy the cheap one, which is the Xbox Series S. And that's really it. You want the, you want the fancy one or you want the cheap one? And that's all you got to say. And mom or grandma, you know, if your grandma happens to be the one that buys you video game consoles, they know what they can afford and what they're going to do. So, um, yeah, that, I, I said buckle up. There you go. That's my. Those are my hot takes. <laughs> I, it, I think it's, it's all going to be fine. I think Microsoft did, did as well as they needed to, and they're not spending any money unnecessarily. That's true. But wait until Halo comes out. Oh, yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, mm -hmm. right now, they're just selling Xboxes. To everybody that wants one, which is apparently a lot of people, um, but when Halo comes out, every can of Mountain Dew, man. Be <laughs> oh man, be just be afraid for your pre-roll YouTube ads. It's just gonna be so much of the Master Chief, and I'm, I'm pro Master Chief, so like that's gonna be great. But just uh, beware your pre-roll YouTube ads. The social media marketing is gonna be nuts. Right now, they don't need to. Save your money. We're buying it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so rating time. Steven, what would you rate the marketing of the Xbox Series consoles? I split it up. So I'm going to give the first one a five because I think they did okay. 
everything right leading up to the release and now i'm gonna abstain because there is no marketing now because who freaking cares all the storks are buying it like they're doing what they need to do which is save money because they don't need to send me a youtube ad to remind me to buy this console we all bought it yep asa same thing like the way that i split it was between like enthusiast and general consumer enthusiast five general consumer zero because as steven said there's they're not marketing anything there trevor what you got i i i mean i was coming i was about to come in here with a one but like steven's (laughs) right that you can't buy one right now that it worked they sold them they they achieved the thing so yeah screw it give them five i mean they did it joel uh, I'm going to go in with like a three and a half here just because the general consumer, they don't know, you know, that this thing is even out. So, you know, like when their kid asks them for an Xbox, maybe they don't know which one to get, you know, who knows. But um, yeah, the, I think their social media aspect of their whole marketing, it was flawless. Like, like I said, they took every negative and found a way to make it a positive. So yeah, three and a half, I think just right in the middle. I'm going to go, Sorry, I was going to give it a two. But I am going to give it a three because, Stephen, you brought up the point that, yeah, they're just they're selling out. There's no need for anything right now. But I'm going to come back with a counter argument and say that there is value in saying, look at this really cool thing that you can't get right now because it's super sold out. So then the next time it's in stock, you're going to be rushing in the store to go try and get it, like building up that, that that's a, like, fervor. That, that's a... That's a dub. There is a there's a risk to be taken with that. Um, it's expensive because right now ad space is is more expensive than it is in a lot of other times of the year. Also, no one knows what works right now because everything is weird, right? Like because of COVID nineteen, twenty twenty, everything like, is re- weird. Twenty nineteen, everything's <laughs> weird, right? So I think there's also Microsoft is a very conservative company. So and we call this a negative. They're a conservative company, so I would presume they'd also be conservative on a marketing level. Like they're selling out, and why you know advertise heavily a machine that people aren't going to be able to buy? Because I mean, the reality is, if you didn't know the Xbox was available, you're not getting one. Like if you weren't ready, you're probably not getting one. Um, you know, my brother, you know, he knew. And he he tapped out after like three days trying to get one of these new consoles because he's like, you know what? I can't log in every three hours. I got to take care of my kid. He's a stay-at-home dad. So he's like, I got to take care of my daughter. Um, she's, you know, she's special needs too. So like he's got, he's like, I got to tap out. He's like, he asked me if I would just do it for him. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. We'll just, you know, you might just have to wait or borrow mine. And, um, you know, if you're not ready, you're not buying it. But I don't know. I'm it, it, It's... In retrospect, we'll see how well the marketing goes because we'll see how many of them sell once they sell through all the stuff that us dorks are buying yep. because <laughs> we I'm not buying more than one. I don't know about any of you guys, you know, <laughs> you know, so we're, we're going to have Oon. And so if they don't sit as, as long as they don't sit on the shelves when we're done, then they, they did their job right. If all of a sudden there's just stacks of them somewhere other than a scalper's basement, then um, you know then we'll be having a problem. Awesome. Well, that's it, folks. We have officially rated all four parts that I wanted to rate. I have in a in a in a feat that means absolutely nothing. I took all the numbers that we got, averaged them out, and the average number for the console comes to three point five. Uh, again, that means nothing, but I just thought it was a fun thing to do.
Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's our review of the Xbox Series X. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Thank you to everyone who was very lively in the chat. Even if you were Dallas pretending to love Halo. Uh, or, <laughs> or um, someone asking us if we would like to buy followers in a strange language. So, Chad, before we go, would it be cool for me to, to share my unboxing video links in your Twitch chat before I just start randomly spamming your, your people? 100%. Yes. Okay. Because we actually unboxed them, and my son was sassy in the background. It was kind of funny. So, I'm just sharing it. And in fact, if if you Joel, I know you guys have an unboxing link too. If you yeah. want to send me those links, I'll put them in the description of this whenever we push it live tomorrow. We'll do. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, go listen to Pixel Street Podcast. Go listen to Other Side of Suspicion and Difficulty Class and the new thing you're doing on Monday mornings that I can't remember it's the name okay. of. It's okay. <laughs> and uh, Podzilla1985, Engage Family Gaming, EFG, LFG, PST. Did I get that right? Yeah, you did. You're God. Hell yeah. And, of course, just keep listening to us. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you tomorrow for our PlayStation 5 review.